Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. I started to realize that not being an expert isn't a liability, it's a real gift. If we don't know something about ourselves at this point in our life, it's probably because it's uncomfortable to know. If you can die before you die, then you can really live. There's a wisdom at death's door. I thought I was insane, yeah. And I didn't know what to do because there was no internet. I don't know, man, I'm like, I feel like everything is hard. Hey y'all, my name is Kat. I'm a human first and a licensed therapist second. And right now, I'm inviting you into conversations that I hope encourage you to become more curious and less judgmental about yourself, others, and the world around you. Welcome to You Need Therapy. Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode and the first episode of 2024 of You Need Therapy podcast. My name is Kat. I am the host and... Last year, if you remember, we started off the podcast with The Bagel Story, which we actually put that out last week as part of the best of from this past year. And if you haven't listened to it, feel free to give it a listen. It is a very interesting story, a very low time for me when I cried after getting a bagel with cream cheese on it instead of a bagel with butter. And... It just was a story about that happening and what I learned and where I was to go from there after having hitting that low. And this year, I have not yet cried over a bagel. I did get a very good bagel last week. I went to New York with my fiance, Patrick, for that's what we wanted to do for Christmas. And I actually only had one bagel while I was there because we only were there for two mornings where we had breakfast in the city. And dang, it makes me want to go back again because I feel like I need to have at least like three bagels every time I go to New York. I will say we went to a breakfast restaurant, more of a diner 
called Bubbies that I got a lot of recs for and heard a lot of really good things on social media about it. And it was so good. I am not a pancake person, but I felt like I had to order them because it was one of their like really, really popular items. And it was the best pancake I've ever had in my life. So if you're in New York, definitely hit up Tompkins Street Bagels. Also, Bubbies. Anyway, back to today's episode. This time of year, it's New Year's. So this time of year, a common question we all get, not just like me, but like us in general, is and are things like, what are your New Year's goals? What are your resolutions? There, and, and honestly, there's not a, a shortage of content about those things, about those questions, about how to set yourself up well. And I actually did an episode on how to set yourself up well with this type of thing in years past and I can link that in the show notes. I think those episodes are really important and I think they are helpful and necessary in ways and I think those conversations can be really fruitful. But I've also been doing a lot of internal processing over the past couple of weeks, months after listening to a podcast episode where the episode wasn't even about this at all. It was just like this snippet, almost like I wonder if the people that put that episode out even were like, that's like a throwaway part of the episode. It wasn't a important, like meaty part of the conversation, but it just stuck out to me. So I've been doing a lot of processing after listening to a five minutes of podcast. And it has led me to this idea that I haven't thought of a really good name for it. So for the sake of this episode and for sake of today and this conversation, we're going to call it an ungoal. And it honestly comes back around and and speaks from the bagel experience so this is kind of like a full circle moment because the bagel episode was my first episode of 2023 so if you've listened to the episode and i mean you can probably just take this from hearing the beginning of of this the bagel saga was really a signal and a sign of a larger more prominent issue in my life the bagel was like the part of the iceberg that we see And then underneath the water, there's like a much bigger thing there that we don't see, but it's there and it's kind of holding the part that we see up. And we saw the tears. I saw the tears. Patrick saw the tears of the bagel. But I also discovered there were some internalized unconscious beliefs and some expectations that actually were what brought those tears out. And it may feel silly because we're talking about crying over bagel, but we actually don't usually cry over things like the wrong food order or, you know, the famous quote spilled milk because those things just make us cry like in their own essence. They, those are things that make us cry. There's always more to the story. There's always like a bigger part of the iceberg underneath the surface. So this past year, I've been constantly asking myself, what is the more to the story for some of the things that have really gotten me heightened and heated and emotional? Not saying that the emotion is bad, but I really want to understand where a lot of my emotions have been coming from. And that's where this ungoal idea comes in. And, you know, humans are super smart. We just baseline are resilient. And as we move through life, we're constantly, constantly scanning and processing ways to stay safe and to essentially stay alive. And this is actually something that is done on a very unconscious level. We don't know we're doing this most of the time. And if you are doing it, if you're consciously doing it, it might not be exactly what I'm talking about today, but we do have a process inside of our our bodies. And this speaks to polyvagal theory. In that theory, the scanning, this process is called neuroception. 
And that is when our neural circuits read cues of danger in our environment, which means we are constantly and voluntarily scanning situations and people to determine if they are safe or dangerous. Now, I'm going to give you a very high level description of some of this stuff. We can maybe do a series on polyvagal because it is really complex and there's a lot of moving parts to it, but it's all part of the autonomic nervous system. So that means this process is happening, like I said before, unconsciously without us being aware of it, which is similar to like how we're able to breathe without having to say like, hey, lungs, take a breath in, exhale. We don't have to have that conversation with ourselves. We just do it. The same is with the scanning. We're able to scan our environment for cues without actually having to tell ourselves to do so. Now, in polyvagal theory, it comes from this nerve called the vagus nerve, which is very important with with neuroception. It's a very important part of neuroception. And the process of this, both sides of our vagus nerve can be stimulated. So there's a ventral side and there's a dorsal side, which is really just like a front and a back. And they found both of those sides respond in different ways as we scan and process information. So the ventral side of the vagus nerve responds to cues of safety in our environment and interactions. It supports feelings of physical safety, safe emotional connection to others in our social environment. Now, the dorsal side of the vagus nerve responds to cues of danger. It pulls us away from connection, out of awareness, and into a state of self-protection. So in moments when we might experience a cue of extreme danger, we can end up shutting down and feel frozen, which is an indication that our dorsal vagal nerve has kind of taken over. That's that self-protection. So I'm going to back up. Like I said, this is very high level. There's so much more to this. And I feel like I'm like almost teasing you with some of this stuff. So maybe we will do a full episode or maybe a series on it. But I want to back up to where I was saying we're constantly taking in information and assessing how to best survive in this world. I think when we talk about this at a high level, a lot of us think obvious things like, oh, we're making sure that there's not a fire, that someone isn't running after us with a knife or trying to physically fight us or that a bear isn't breaking into our home. Like that's where we're trying to scan for safety. But our safety is not just found in this very literal physical safety sense. It's also about surviving our environments in general, which would include love, belonging, connection, emotional safety. So we're scanning for ways that those may be threatened as well. So if we think about it, we really are technically constantly scanning our environment and taking in information in order to strategize how best to find love, belonging, and connection. We're taking in cues, experiences, feedback, and we are then making assumptions about what that means and how all of those experiences may affect us. So our subconscious is essentially always listening and watching and taking notes of what's going on and creating a strategy. Then we grow up and we say things like, and maybe it's in a therapy room, maybe it's not, but we say things like, gosh, I have no idea why it's so hard for me to say no, or I don't know why it's so hard for me to speak up and share an opinion in a room full of men, or how did I become such a perfectionist? It's because we end up living by these rules we created by the narratives that we've developed through our subconscious security system. And these rules end up being a type of self-protection and self-preservation. Now, this can look different for different people based on their own experiences, what generation they grew up in, 
the gender we identify with versus the gender we were assigned, our culture, our location, like where, where we even live in the world, and our socioeconomic status. All those things are going to then create different narratives and rules for that security system. So it, again, can look different for different people. It can look oh, like under-functioning. It can look like over-functioning. It can look like procrastination, perfectionism, people-pleasing, super rigid boundaries, maybe oversharing. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. All of these things are stemming from the rules that we created from our messaging about what will keep you connected because connection is one of the things that we actually need to survive this world and our bodies actually know it. So back to polyvagal theory. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. So back to polyvagal theory, they actually introduced this newer component to the autonomic nervous system. There was just two parts of it. Now they introduced this third part and it's becoming super prominent, at least in the spaces that I work in. The general public, I think, is learning about this more, especially because of social media. A lot of people are talking about it on there. So it's becoming more well-known and, and talked of and, and, and thought of, but it still is a newer idea for a lot of people. And this thing is called the social engagement system. This system explains why a soothing voice or a tone can calm somebody down or why being ignored or dismissed can ensue rage or just a complete mental collapse. And it explains why focused attunement, focused attunement when I'm attuning to another person and their emotions, I'm there and I'm with them, can shift us out of our disorganized or our very fearful states that we're in. While parenting 
you think about a caregiver who is able to look at the child that they're with their eyes and eye contact and breathing with them and just like speaking with them and the kid knows that they're there that's attunement and when maybe the child is crying there's some soothing and maybe we some rocking like that all is attunement we can do that as adults as well but what this does is it puts relationships front and center of our understanding of trauma and safety and it actually suggests a new approach to treating trauma. And this new approach is all focused on strengthening the body's system for regulating arousal. Now, we read other people's reactions. And this is something that you can actually like, this is not all subconscious. You probably have a memory of noticing when a slight change has warranted a safe versus unsafe, a calm versus excited. A slight change in somebody else that we're with can then signal something to us. And this theory essentially says attunement and social support, being with people, social engagement, it is one of the, if not the most important, powerful healing agents that we have. And social engagement helps pull us out of free states and helps us feel okay during a flight or flight state. This is why um, if any of you guys have experienced trauma reactions in a therapy room or even just experienced a emotional reaction in a therapy room, I mean, this doesn't have to be in therapy either. This can be with your friends or family members or safe people. It's why a therapist's calming voice is so helpful during things like flashbacks and stuff like that because you're getting that attunement that can actually calm that part of your nervous system down. That's saying danger. This part is saying, hey, this actually feels really safe and soothing. So like I said, there's way more to this. It definitely does deserve its own episode. Sorry for teasing you. That's We're not doing this episode on polyvagal theory, but I think it's important right now for us to put a little pause right there and explain why we even got here. I mean, I started talking about New Year's resolutions and I started talking about the bagel and then I started talking about ungoals and then I started talking about polyvagal theory. So how does this all connect? Well, we are here because this is where my ungoal actually comes in. Because instead of adding something new, I am wondering this year if it would be more helpful for some of us to shed something old. I know personally I've done the read this many books or drink this much water or say yes more or say no more or go outside more often or be kinder to I mean I've done all of these different kinds of things and I don't think there's anything wrong with them all of them have been helpful they've been fun they've been exciting they add some excitement to the new year I think they're wonderful but I think it was a soul cycle instructor that I first heard say it isn't hard to be who you are. It's hard to stop trying to be who you think others want you to be. And I believe this to my core, to my core, to my core, to my core. And I know I've talked about on here, the five regrets of the dying. One of them actually is, I wish that I allowed myself to be who I am versus who I thought others wanted me to be. And that's important to pay attention to because if that's one of the top five regrets of the dying, I mean, I don't know what it's like to die yet. I, I'm, ha- I'm not, haven't been in that position to think. But if the people that have are saying that, I think that's probably a really big deal. And I do believe what this very wise soul cycle instructor said, it isn't hard to be who you are. You just are who you are. It's hard to stop trying to be who you think others want you to be or who you think you need to be. And it's much harder to shed these protective layers 
than it is to just be who we are because once the layers are gone then like we just are that person we are born that person that's who we are there we have instincts like that's not hard to be authentically you it becomes hard when you think there are expectations you think there's rules there think there are these different set of rules that we have to play to in order to survive that's what's hard and it's hard because these layers may have helped us feel safe in certain environments maybe they're no longer serving us anymore but it's also it's hard because sometimes those things were true in certain environments these rules did make sense in certain environments they did make sense in certain points of our lives and what we have to really question and bring in during this ungoing process is is it still true in the environment that I'm in now? Does this rule still apply? Like, am I still playing soccer, but I'm on a basketball court and I'm like trying to go like, oh, that's offsides, but or you can't use your hands. But like you're playing basketball and there's no offsides and you have to use your hands. <laughs> like, we have to make sure that we're, we are in the environment that we are using the set of rules for. So instead of this posture of bettering ourselves this year, what if we took the posture of simply becoming more of ourselves. Now, these kinds of things will be different for us depending on who we are. I said that earlier, like the rules are different based on like who you are, where you grew up, all these different things. And they can be really simple in nature. However, as simple as they might sound, they might feel really complex to unlearn. And I crowdsourced some of these rules, some of these ideas from y'all on Instagram. And I want to share them because I think it might help some of y'all think about what your rules are that don't make sense anymore. And I just also think it's really interesting in general to hear the different things that people had to unlearn. Some of them you're going to relate to and some of them you're going to be like, wow, like that's interesting that somebody else believed that I didn't grow up with that experience. And that actually is not true. So you can then put that in place and be like, oh, well, if their rule's not true, then maybe this rule that I have is not true. So I specifically asked, what are rules or beliefs that you had to work to unlearn? And here are some of the answers. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. 
Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I specifically asked what are rules or beliefs that you had to work to unlearn and here are some of the answers. You must support your family no matter what. Blood is thicker than water. You owe your family a relationship. And also, I kind of tried to group certain rules together that were similar. So that's why some of them might sound like run-on sentences. <laughs> Setting boundaries in me- is mean. It's rude to say no to invitations for plans. Your emotions make people uncomfortable. Therefore, you should hide them. Do not have big emotions. Do not show anger push through it. You have the ability to control other people's emotions. You're responsible for other people's well-being and happiness. You need to constantly apologize for how you show up if it inconveniences or affects another person. Examples, being late, being loud, etc. If you're a woman, you should be sweet. Do not say something if it isn't nice. Being too quiet is a flaw. Show up enough, but not too much. Draw attention, but don't ask for attention. Be attractive, but wholesome. Men should be attracted to you, but you should not tempt men or desire men. If you have sex outside of marriage, you are damaged. As a woman, you need to look your best at all times. Disagreeing with someone is rude. You should not be vocal. You don't have a voice. Women do not get to have opinions. They don't matter. Be agreeable. Keep the peace. As a woman, you should always agree with your male partner and or the men in the room. It's okay for others, including your significant other, to be mean to you for no reason. Asking questions is not safe. Being asked questions is not safe. You must give 110% at all times. Always be useful. You have to be good at something in order to enjoy it. Do not eat salt. Those in larger bodies are inherently worse than those in smaller bodies. People are assholes, expect the worst. Any bad decision can send you to hell. Your thoughts are bad. Good thoughts come from God. You are not to trust yourself. So there are some examples of just some people's rules that they are trying to unlearn or have worked really hard to unlearn and I really do believe one of the most difficult and courageous things we can do is challenge some of these rules because what will happen a lot of times is we'll experience these initial consequences that might give us a sense that we are doing something wrong, but the more consistently we challenge them, the more we will find ourselves in spaces that actually reinforce the opposite of these rules. So the more we play by those rules, we're going to find more people that want to be around people that play by those rules. 
and that those rules make sense for. But the more that we don't play those rules, we might get kicked out of certain spaces and there might be some loss, but we're going to then find ourselves in a place where the rules that make sense to us and actually feel true are the rules that are played by. And what I also don't want to do when I'm talking about consequences is minimize certain consequences because I think that in a lot of spaces and places, they can be more extensive than others. For example, in the workforce, certain settings, especially as a woman, the more you may show up and show opinions, the more you may be, you might be labeled as bossy, rude, difficult, etc. all those things. And that could threaten your job security. And that means that you're in an environment that is accurately sensing danger and you are putting in place appropriate rules to stay in that environment. So if you want to stay there, maybe you don't change the rules. I would just really challenge why you want to stay there and what the consequence of staying there is. And if you have to stay there, if it's necessary, we can't always leave every environment. And so if I'm playing soccer, I want to keep playing by the rules of soccer. But if I'm not, if I don't have to keep playing soccer, right, if I actually get to play a different sport, if I have that option, then I don't have to play by the rules of soccer. I can go play basketball. I can, I don't know why soccer and basketball. I did play both of them. I was not good at basketball. Don't know the rules. That could have been part of it. Anyway, another example would be in abusive relationships. If you start standing up for yourself, that may result in further abuse. And so, that's where I really am making it important to to really be aware of, am I in an environment that still needs these rules or not? And if I am, can I leave the environment? We don't always have the option to leave when we want to leave. There might be an exit plan we have to create before we can actually talk about changing the rules. So I did just want to make that distinction because when we are talking about changing these rules, if we stay in an abusive environment or we stay in an environment where those rules are still necessary to survive, you don't want to change the rules until you leave. And so maybe you make an exit plan to leave and then you can start to unlearn these these internalized beliefs that you have. I think when we talk about, I've been watching a lot of cult documentaries the last couple months and a lot of times when you're in those environments, you do believe a lot of the things that maybe when you're outside of them, you wouldn't believe because you're taught those things like women shouldn't have a voice or don't argue with men or always be sweet. And then you might start to have these like gut feelings like, oh, wait a second. Why aren't women allowed to have a voice? Why shouldn't women have a voice? And so allow yourself to question those rules. And then once you've kind of come up with a, this actually doesn't fit with me, then you can create an an exit plan to get out of the environment so then you don't have to play by those rules anymore. Most of the time you're still going to have this internalized belief system that's going to pop up every now and then just because it's what you always knew and what you always played by and what all these people that were supposed to be safe told you. But what I'm really trying to drive home here, and I hope I'm doing an okay job, is that these ungoals, these belief systems, these rules are necessary to change when we're not in that environment anymore because we create those rules like I said before at some point the shedding the layers is hard because in some environments they probably were helpful we don't create these things out of nothing at some point we looked around us and we took in the information and we said oh this is what you have to do to survive this is what you have to do to succeed and once you are in a different spot we have to look around us and again say is this still what I have to do to succeed does this still make sense 
or am I holding myself hostage here? And I'm playing by these rules that don't make sense, but this environment is very different. So when we talk about consequences, something like someone not liking you anymore, somebody not wanting to be your friend as a result of challenging a rule is one thing. You might not like not being liked, and that might be a loss, a loss of a friendship, but you may not like having to play the role that you have had to play to stay in that relationship more. And I find often that when we start to challenge these ways of living, people can really surprise us. So people who we thought wanted the best for us, sometimes we find, oh, you just want the best for me as long as I play by the rules that helped you get the best for you, right? You wanted the best for me as long as it didn't get in your way and it helped you. And the people we were worried about end up being more stable than we could have imagined. And going back to the bagel story, I know that I didn't want to burden Patrick last year by asking him to get me a bagel after I got home with the wrong order. But what I know to be true, and I knew it to be true then, I just didn't let it sit in for me. I knew it for other people, is that I don't get to decide what a burden is for someone else. And there are people in the world that would actually want to do something for me, not feel obligated not be resentful. And actually, that's funny. We just this morning went and did a, went to a workout class. And then on the way home, we were talking about what we wanted for breakfast. And I was like, well, I have to go home and record. So I'll just figure it out later. And he said, well, I'll go get what you want and I'll bring it back for you. Even though what I wanted was not what he wanted. So we'd have to go to two places. And I said, no, you don't have to do that. And he said, I want to do it. I know I don't have to do it. I would like to do this for you. And that is true for a lot of people out there. But the rule that I was living by is if you can do something for yourself, do it. You don't need to ask too much of other people. And the funny thing now is Patrick might be getting the overdrive on that because I'm not really afraid most of the time this morning I was a little hesitant, but a lot of times I'm not ask I'm not afraid to ask him to get my phone when it might be closer to me than it is to him or to fill up my water, like all those little things that I could definitely do myself. But you know, it's like the pendulum swings, like you live on one side, it swings over there and then you come back into the middle and you find some equilibrium. And that's what a lot of this stuff might be like for you. It might feel really extreme at first, but eventually it will come back and it will balance. And that's what it might be like for you when you're challenging some of these old rules as it might feel really extreme and then eventually it will come back and it will balance itself out. And so again, really what I'm getting at here is all of the new year resolutions are awesome. The goal, all of those goals, I'm not saying don't do that. I think those are great. They can be really fun. I think there's a way to do it that is helpful to us. And there's a way to do it that can be kind of mean, you know, with some of the resolutions that we make. And we can set us up for ourselves up for failure a lot of times. But there is a way to do that, that this can be really fun and exciting. So I'm not saying, oh, don't do that. I'm just putting in this idea that there's another option too. Instead of adding something, what we can do is that we can make it a ungoal to shed something. Like I want to, which the name might not really fit because it is a goal. But I like this idea of, taking something away instead of adding something, taking something away that's not serving me instead of adding something, instead of bettering myself, becoming more of myself. And so if that fits with you and if one of those ideas or one of those examples that people shared fit with you, then that's something maybe you you work towards this year. 
And so you can become slowly, slowly, slowly more of yourself each and every day of 2024. So that's going to do it for me today. I hope this episode brought some kind of thought for you guys. If you have any thoughts, questions, feedback, anything, you know, you can always email me, Catherine at unitherapypodcast.com. You can follow me at cat.defada and at unitherapypodcast. And if you're looking for a therapist and you are living in Tennessee, you can also follow, anybody can follow it, but Three Chords Therapy on Instagram. And we can help set you up with a therapist that can help you maybe shed some of this stuff. You can also go to threequartstherapy.com to uh, message one of our therapists as well. And if you don't know what that is, that's my therapy practice that's in Nashville. So I hope you guys have the New Year's day you need to have, the, the beginning of the New Year's that you need to have. And I will be back with you guys on Wednesday for Couch Talks. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.